Welcome to our podcast, We Got the Nod. A new and bold internet radio show designed for those who are on a conscious path of awakening. We are here to uplift and inspire you, to share practical tools and techniques to assist you stepping into your highest expression as spirit having a human experience. We will get raw and real, sharing kundalini yoga, music, poetry, and mantra, and so much more. Let us open our hearts and minds to our true potential, making the impossible possible, the surreal real. Let's begin. to the Sound Temple San Marcos, beautiful Lago Atitlan, Guatemala, for the third and final testimony in my Plant Medicine to Jesus Christ series. If you are coming to this uh, as a replay, mm, I would suggest listening to the first, second, and then the third, in that order, uh, as I give background, um, introduction in the first uh, live, which was recorded on Sunday, and then uh, and it carries on to Monday's live yesterday. Uh, so there is a progression. And if, if, <laughs> if you haven't listened to either one of those, I'm sure this will still be um, clear enough and, and uh, self-contained in a sense. In fact, because there are three stories, three separate testimonies, all of which took place in the span of uh, just over a year, 13 months, it doesn't really matter which one we start with. They all have the same theme. Before I continue, I'm going to Tune in with the, the Adi Mantra. You can join me if you wish. Om. Okay. If you're meeting for the first time, my name is Hari Ram, or Charles, my Christian name. And I am the co-director of the School of Nod with my beloved Sat Kirtankar. It's been super helpful in the series with all, helping with all the technical aspects behind the scenes. We're very grateful. Hmm, yeah, and what a journey this, this has been for me to do this uh, over a period of three, 
<clears throat> continuous days. Because, um, you know, like if, if I had chosen to do it once per week, then there's that, you know, more space between to absorb and to relax. And with the, the three consecutive days, it, for me, it brings uh, a certain level of intensity. I like intensity. Anyone who knows me. Uh, so here we go with the third and final installment. Quick review of the first two ceremonies. The first one, which actually was the second live yesterday, uh, if we're going chronologically, was from the, the spring of 2012. Yes, that that year with all the with all the hype, all the you know, the buzz, right? The end of the Mayan calendar. And here, and here we are in, in Mayan territory in Guatemala. Um, yeah, there's a lot of expectation, right? What, what's going to happen <laughs> on uh, winter solstice 2012, moving into 2013. So there I was being invited to magic mushroom ceremony inside a a beautiful teepee in Northern Ontario around March of 2012 from a dear friend. And yeah, and I felt, I felt, definitely felt a connection to the shaman. So Canadian shaman spent some time traveling through the Amazon and other places learning his, his practice. And first time, uh, yeah, it probably was the first time ever in, in a plant medicine ceremony too that I witnessed the master Jesus uh, at the perfect moment when I was really just exhausted, drained, uh, just feeling depleted and, and frustrated. He showed up and, and basically told me, I have your back. I've got your back. And everything changed from that moment, seeing his beautiful face, feeling that immense love, forgiveness. And then, and this is unusual too, 2012, that's why I, I have to say it has to do with the, the calendars and, and other um, alignments. I mentioned the one in May, where I spontaneously did three days of ceremony alone in the forest, Quebec, uh, leading up to the 20th of May, the alignment, um, the sun, earth, moon, and the plates. <clears throat> Halcyon, specifically the Hall of Records, the Akashic Records. And so the second intervention slash ceremony happened after that in, in September. And of course, <laughs> me being Mr. Intensity, and it, of course, it had to happen on the weekend of 9-11, I believe it was the weekend. However, the first, there's two ceremonies, two ayahuasca ceremonies in Quebec. So I'm back in Quebec now. And the first ceremony was scheduled for 9-11, 2012. <laughs> oh yeah, one thing I didn't mention in, in the first live, uh, at the time of uh, attending this double ceremony on my iPhone, I had uh, some apps. I had Osho Zen Tarot app. Some of you probably know it's a beautiful deck, Osho Zen Tarot. And there, there was an app at the time which I received on my phone. And, and one of the features of the app was to, to give a daily uh, reading kind of thing, you know. And so, I, yeah, I look forward to it because often it was a, there was a good message. I mean, they're all beautiful because there's a quote from Osho with each card. And still, as I mentioned uh, two days ago, I wasn't thinking about 9-11 um, before the ceremony. <laughs> and even when I, when I saw the, the Osho's card of the day, the Zen tarot card of the day, that morning while still at home in the woods of Quebec, the card that sent to me was the tower 
uh oh. <laughs> I think that was there was a silent uh oh when I saw that. You know, because I, I, I was all all my energy was focused on getting to the site of this double ceremony, which was about three more than three hour drive from my home, perhaps even four hours. Um, and there were some other issues that I mentioned uh, two days ago. But seeing the, the tower card, and if you know anything about it, it's a major arcana. It is the tower card is major upheaval, and and the the image usually has, in this case, like traditional tarot, has someone, one or two people, leaping from a tower, and often there's flames. It's in this case. And of course, it's 9-11, right? The Twin Towers uh, anniversary. And I'm sure for many of us, it's one of the most horrific, tragic memories from that, that date was the, the scenes of, of people jumping from the World Trade Center because of the fires and the, the heat and the smoke. Smoke alone, right? Ah. So there, and all of these little <laughs> signals were, were warning me really what was to come because I I I went down I went that, that tower card was perfect symbol of what was to come in my personal uh, ayahuasca journey that night and the, the subsequent night when Yeshua finally came in in the last moment kind of thing when I was just completely wrecked <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nerves frayed from the first night. I didn't sleep much. I didn't get a very good sleep uh, after the first ceremony. And again, this and both, of course, went all night. Um, it wasn't until near dawn when he showed up. <laughs> uh, so again, I, I recommend checking out that <clears throat> presentation from, from Sunday because uh, I go into more detail about that incredible experience. It really was. Uh, those moments that we never forget, you know? There might only be a few of those truly miraculous moments in our life. You know, there's no uh, explanation. I guess that, that's how I define the, these very rare, special moments. There's no logical, rational explanation right, outside of God, outside of the divine presence, the Holy Spirit. Call it what you will. <laughs> and this was certainly one of them for me. And so, and it was so perfect timing too, because I had a new Tantra retreat scheduled for the, the weekend of the equinox that same month, September 22nd, 24th kind of thing. So it's just, um, you know, less than two weeks <laughs> after this, this double ayahuasca ceremony. And one of the things, I didn't mention this on Saturday, on Sunday, uh, that was coming up in, in my own, you know, delirium and <clears throat> borderline madness was the this retreat. Because I had the vision. This is connecting with Monday, yesterday, when I mentioned the, the triple ceremony in the forest of Quebec, the alignment to the Pleiades. This is, this is when I got a lot of download. <laughs> Akashic Records, who knows? I, and one of the downloads, it was so clear to me that the, the new Tantra retreat, which did go on, that was the first one, September 22nd, uh, 2012, the Equinox weekend. We had an amazing, incredible uh, long weekend retreat in Quebec, close to my home. However, having had that vision and, and everything falling into place, we already, I already had the place, the... Uh, the location uh, mapped out and you know, had met the owner and he was really looking forward to the retreat. I go to the ayahuasca retreat and, um, and during, I think it was the first night, maybe both nights, I was haunted. I, the message kept saying, you're not good enough. You can't do this. This is wrong. Um, you're, you know, you're, <laughs> you're a sham, right? Shaman. <laughs> Everybody, anyone who uses this term, and I know we're not supposed to use the term shaman, but uh, because 
you know, if there are any doubters, they, they'll call you a sham man. And that was the message that was coming through. Negative mind, uh, you know, the inner critic, other, who knows, right? But it was, um, I resigned myself, I resigned myself during the, the ayahuasca journey, before, before the healing, before the release finally through Jesus Christ, <laughs> that, that the, um, the retreat was off. I, it, that's how crazy it was. Like everything was in place. It was, it was people had already booked and so on. And I'm sitting there going, and the message was, oh, I can't do this. <laughs> It's off, you know, and it was talk about demoralizing, right? I, I was looking forward to it so much. And uh, at that time, it was potentially the realization of a lot of dreams for me as, as, a, as a facilitator. The good news is Yeshua came, <laughs> um, saved the day, and, and the retreat did go forward, and it was a huge success. And we ended up doing uh, seven more in the same location over the next two years or so and each one was magical uh chris we had crystal singing bowls lots of chanting kirtan psychodrama a lot of deep healing uh yeah i could go on about this but i want to get to and i want to get to the the final ceremony <clears throat> which again coming back around to 2013 timelines you know it's interesting. I don't know the, the exact date, but this is the final one. And what makes the third and final intervention ceremony unique is that it, it wasn't planned. <laughs> I was in I was in my forest house, beautiful A-frame chalet. So I'm back in the woods alone, as I often was there alone in the forest, my forest house. Beautiful, tranquil place. So peaceful there, and I felt so safe. I didn't really have to lock the doors. I went out for hikes and things like that, which was a really nice feeling. Surrounded by forests, like endless forests, and a lot of wildlife. I saw deer quite regularly, sometimes every day, just coming into the property. Uh, White-tailed deer, so beautiful. So beautiful to, to watch them move. You know, great, like ballet, just beautiful grace personified through gear of <laughs> Moose, on the other hand, I, I only saw a moose there a couple of times. Was, I think it was the same moose, too. They can't, they can't move like that. <laughs> They're too big and heavy. And yet, they, there is a lightness. There's a magic. Moose medicine is very special. And I, and I could, again, it has to be another piece because I have some interesting moose medicine stories, including a full skeleton. Uh, very magical, majestic, really the largest mammal in, in this part of the world, anyway. Uh, at least after the extinction of the, the woolly mammoth. Huge. Some, they can grow over 2,000 pounds, you know? And yet there is a grace. They, 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 they move through the forest almost silent sometimes. So Because hunters will tell you this. It's not easy. You would think it would be easy to bag a 2,000-pound animal. <laughs> it's not so they have a certain um magic if you will <laughs> yeah so i'm i'm uh i think it's let's say it's, it's been rainy it's been cloudy so my my, my energy is a bit a little bit down because you know, i love the sun i'm a sun worshiper <laughs> and anybody who knows me from that time who came to visit like if, if the clouds persisted too much and the drizzle maybe a little bit light rain, drizzle. I like it to a certain point. <laughs> but if the sun doesn't come back, does the clouds don't open, then uh, there would be days where I'd be out, <laughs> out of the earth, you know, screaming, pleading with the clouds to go, just depart, like, <laughs> or imagining that I had some uh, <laughs> ground to cloud missiles. Because <laughs> you know, right? You know. This is a really interesting metaphor. <laughs> no matter how cloudy it is, how many layers, you know, how dark the clouds could be, the sun is still there, just, just beyond the clouds. You know? 
above the clouds. There's beautiful sunlight you know, until the sun passes. Of course. Oh, that, this is funny too. <laughs> Somehow it happened. It happened a lot. Where you know I would be waiting, and, and, and you know maybe a little hint of sunlight you know, piercing through the clouds. You know when you get that ray, it's like oh, and you want to go to wherever the sunlight is, and then disappearing. You know I had days like that, frustration, and then just before sunset, <laughs> the clouds would part. I would see clear sky blue sky and then and the sun appears except that the sun is now on the horizon it's about to go down beyond the horizon <laughs> happened so many times you know and i would of course there would be joy just to witness that that final stage of the sun descending mm. and also the hope that the clear skies would remain through the night until the next morning. <laughs> so the next, I could look forward to beautiful sunlit morning, but oh no, <laughs> no, no. More times than not, I, I wake up in the morning, you're expecting perhaps, and, and look out gray, just gray everywhere. <laughs> and then the, the same pattern would, would repeat. Cloud, mostly cloud all day until very point just before sunset <laughs> and you even have the pink sky you know pink sky at night it's supposed to be a sailor's delight that's what i learned when growing up meaning it's supposed to be sunny the next day <laughs> even when i saw the pink such as life the sun the sun is there the sun always rises sets returns I love this analogy, of course, the Son of God, who, who brings light, brings illumination to, to all of us, at least those who are ready and willing to receive. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. So I mentioned that, yeah, I, I hadn't done a lot of plant medicines uh, for a previous decade, more even. Not the you know the, the more most more intense ones for sure like like psilocybin, <clears throat> ayahuasca, and those uh, powerful medicines. And yet I had I had a little stash, a little box, where to keep some of my different various medicines, um, not just psychedelic ones. <laughs> uh, and and I had made the acquaintance maybe a couple of years earlier with this uh, alchemist, this young. Uh, Quebecois, French Canadian men. He liked to, you know, experiment combining different herbs, and then he grind grind them into powder, mix the powders, and, and, and then put them into capsules. So I had one visit. I, I purchased various, I think maybe three different of his concoctions. Okay, like all in capsule form that he you know, <clears throat> prepared himself. So he had a little sticker on the bag. Right, there were each set of capsules was in a bag with a little sticker saying what it was and and the dosage right? how much to to take if you're going to take this medicine mm. the two that i remember specifically because these two figure into the story okay <laughs> the first one we call uh, natural viagra <laughs> i hadn't tried it because it, i never really had an issue <laughs> that required viagra <laughs> In fact, I used to joke that I need the antidote. Not to brag. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Kundalini yoga. Pranayama. <laughs> yeah, any men listening out there, if you have some issues with erectile dysfunction, send me a personal message. We can talk. But, you know, like a natural Viagra, of course, is going to have other benefits, too, besides the obvious one. Um, good for circulation. Right? That's Viagra, if in case you didn't know, was not originally designed for the male genitalia. It was designed for heart and circulation-based issues, right? And there was a, someone discovered, <laughs> or maybe one of the test, you know, test pilots, remember? 
what the heck is going on? <laughs> and then, of course, the rest is history. You know? <laughs> Usually side effects. But, um, anyway, this is a natural alternative. I, I don't remember which herbs were, were in this concoction. The second uh, relevant package of capsules, I had, a, I had a, maybe 10 or so, was uh, what he called his shamanic blend. I think. <laughs> the shamanic ceremony blend, something to that effect. And if I remember correctly, this blend included psilocybin, some form of ayahuasca slash DMT. Right? DMT is really the active ingredient. Yeah? So he, he did have, if it wasn't ayahuasca, it was something equivalent. There's also another plant that's, and there are a few, right? It's, which is the equivalent of LSD, the natural nature's version of LSD. <laughs> and one other one too. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I think, I think it was peyote. <laughs> yeah, or some derivative, like, you know, MDM, not ecstasy, but yeah, it's quite a, quite a blend, <laughs> you know? Um, and there, and, and he, again, he, he had um, the, the dosage marked on the package too, right? So I'm just saying, you know, I've, I've done my chores, you know, chopped the wood for the wood stove and, and gathered water, carried water, necessary, all the basics. And, uh, you know, just taking it easy, it was maybe mid-afternoon. And for some reason, like maybe I was looking for something else. I don't know, because I, I know I wasn't thinking oh, about the Viagra pills. <laughs> um, so there might be some other reason, maybe the, uh, the other medicine that he gave or something else. I, I opened the box anyway. Maybe I was cleaning house, perhaps, and a little magic box. And, and, uh, and there they were. I was like, oh. I was alone. And, and <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I can try just for for the help. <laughs> and like I said, these these capsules have been in in the box probably for months. I hadn't really touched them or even thought about them. Yeah, for several months at least. And uh, so, okay, why why not? You know, maybe it'll perk me up. You know, maybe a little perk. It's cloudy. You know, <laughs> it's getting a little cold. You know. Um, so yeah, look at the, the sticker on the bag. Because you know, the writing is not that good. He just wrote like a pen, you know, those little stickers. <laughs> um, and it said, take two. Uh, <laughs> so I followed the <laughs> prescription and I, I got you know got my water, whatever I was drinking, and, and popped two of the capsules and, <laughs> and carried on with the uh, you know, whatever I was doing, maybe I was playing some music. I often, it was like this. In fact, I had even more instruments there because I had been living there for quite a few years. Um, instruments were accumulating, so I had to have different spaces, different areas to, to hold all the instruments. Um, yeah, maybe I went, I, and I had access. It's a good thing. Well, yeah, my phone was set up, so I had phone and internet. So, I'm, you know, maybe I went online for a moment or what have you. And then, <laughs> again, it's interesting because I, um, I don't normally go even think about these, these pills or the, the, the box. We could stay there, as I said, unopened for a long time. Something, though, something was kind of gnawing in my head. Like, I think maybe need to check those pills again. <laughs> and so, you know, maybe I might even have ignored that, ignored the, the initial prompt. I was like, why? <laughs> but um, I did. I went back and I opened the box again and, and took a bit of a closer look this time. I, was, I wasn't paying too much attention <laughs> the first time because what I discovered 
on return, the second look is that I took the shamanic pills instead. <laughs> and what makes it even more funny, <laughs> instead of the Viagra, <laughs> uh, what, what makes it an even more perfect tragic comedy is that the prescription on the shamanic pills was one time, one pill. <laughs> Just take one. <laughs> so it was like a double, a double whammy. I picked the wrong bag and I picked the wrong prescription to go with it. You see it? <laughs> I took double dose. Oh, which is funny. I think I mentioned this right, on uh, Sunday, my, my first LSD experience, actually. I was still 15. And I don't know why, but I, I decided I'm going to take two, two hits. I've never taken acid before in my life. I was 15. And for some reason, one hit wasn't enough. <laughs> I took two and had a wild experience. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> See the world differently with 15-year-old eyes. Yeah. Um, so here I was, and I'm like, again, uh-oh. <laughs> uh-oh. Because <laughs> um, I'm like, I, it's already, you know, I, well, I don't, I'm not very good at vomiting. I, I mentioned this too in the first uh, solo. Purging, yeah. And it's been a while already, so I know, like, I can't, I can't spit them up. Or <laughs> it's too late, right? Um, and of course, having some experience with these type of medicines, I, I know that there is, I've got a, now I've got a window, window of time before the, this mystery <laughs> combination of plant medicines starts to take effect. You know, I've got perhaps a good 20, 30 minutes, you know, to, to get done what I need to get done because the place is a little bit, you know, not ready for something like this. So I, I, I got more firewood. That was one, the first thing I wanted to do. I know, uh, as I mentioned before, one of the symptoms for me, coldness, right? Especially in, in the lower back, kidneys, right? Kidneys are definitely affected. The heart, as I mentioned last time, the heart rate. I think almost all, any of these um, medicines, if you will, will increase the heart rate. Why is that? It's a good question. <clears throat> it's a very simple answer. Maybe it's more than this, but for me, the, the, the most simple reason why the heart rate increases is because the body wants to rid itself of the poison. Yeah. And thus, the, the body is going into defense mode, reaction mode, right? All systems on, right? Fight or flight kind of. Um, and of course, the kidneys are pumping too, and, and uh, adrenaline and, and all of this because <clears throat> the foreign substance this foreign substance a poisonous substance has entered the body the body has to respond <laughs> it's going to do its best to uh, and really to purge that right? so it's interesting that the purging theme again so I, I bring all the firewood in and I want to stack it on either side of the wood stove so the fire the wood's going to be nice and dry and easily accessible. I want to make everything easy as possible for this uh, <laughs> unplanned ceremony. You know, so preparing maybe some food for after, or some, making some tea, you know, things like this. Anything and everything that I can do to <laughs> at least feel some sense of, of calm, safety. Because again, remember apprehension. It happened the first, the psilocybin journey in Ontario, the, the second ceremony, the ayahuasca, the double ceremony, there was plenty of uh, apprehension, especially the second one in, uh, back in, in Quebec. And then now I'm back in my home and I'm having, yeah, more apprehension. <laughs> even though, yeah, and it's funny because even, even though Yeshua came twice, he was there for me. This is really interesting, actually. I, I never really give this much thought until now, so thank you for <laughs> inspiring me to do this. Um, wow. If I had made that connection, remembered 
the intervention, perhaps things could have been different, except that the miracle that happened, right? well, it may have happened regardless. Um, I don't want to give it away though, it's kind of, it's kind of, kind of cool what happened. <clears throat> that the point is that um, I did not think about those previous experiences and about Yeshua, Jesus coming to my aid, my hour of need. Yeah, again, I was feeling alone and this is all on me and I'm literally alone. The other, you know, the previous two stories, of course, I was in a group, there was a shaman, there was support, you know, all, all the support that you need really. And now I'm alone, it's just me. <laughs> um, in the middle of the forest alone. <laughs> Uh, it's going to get dark, and I know this from previous experience that this could last for quite a few hours. You never know. What, what we do know for sure is those quite a few hours can seem like an eternity sometimes, especially when when we're when we get really pulled into the to the the abyss, right? The, <clears throat> you know, like I just described before, going in and out of consciousness feeling pulled this way, you know, out of control. In a sense, we have to, we have to surrender if we're, if we're going to imbibe these, these medicines. And what I can say now, because I've been kind of hinting around it, um, <laughs> why? Why take these medicines in the first place? Is there, is there a good reason? I wish we had some people <laughs> commenting right now. <laughs> I, I mean, I would like to hear voices from all sides, you know, so I'm curious. I was drawn to these, a lot of these medicines uh, early on in my teens, early twenties. Um, and so personally, I can say that they were helpful in some ways, certainly opening my, my awareness to, to new perceptions. And, however, I had some bad trips even long before this, uh, these three interventions. Uh, I think all of us have had at least one bad trip, you know, whether it's on LSD or magic mushrooms and so on. And for someone as innocent as I was, because when I started doing this, of course, I, I, I didn't know what that could be like a bad trip. Because I, I had some really fun trips. I, <laughs> even insightful, certainly lots of laughter, feeling more connected in a sense with nature. Um, so I, so I, can, I can look back and, and to my teens, those formative years and remember like the, the terror, like having a bad trip, right? It can be so real and so intense, right? Like, like Satan or something, you know, bad energy is, is is there and um, having come back to Christ, I'm going to skip <laughs> the end for just to say this that I, I feel that his main message to me in these all three of these encounters is you don't need this, how you know, there's no need to, to go through this, this suffering, imbibing these very pungent and toxic medicines. <clears throat> and so I've been giving a little bit more thought to this because of this series and also because it's been <laughs> an ongoing exploration um, and study from both sides, you know, over many decades now. One thing I can say about ayahuasca, LSD, you name it, even alcohol, Marijuana, all of these substances, even caffeine, high doses of caffeine, Red Bull, <laughs> all of these affect the mind-body chemistry in specific ways. Uh, as I mentioned, a lot, of, a lot of them, anything is stimulating has the effect on the heart rate, yeah, and can close up, you know, uh, the whole GI tract, which is a fight or flight response, right? Digestion is almost impossible. You know, not good to eat when you're tripping, right? Um, we want the opposite. If there's anything in there, we want to 
purge, yeah. So, yeah, I have all this anticipation now because I've taken these pills and like, what have I done? I thought I'm probably talking out loud. I said, what prompt? I I don't even know. I didn't need. I didn't need to take the Viagra pills. <laughs> Why did I even go to that box in the first place? Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, of course, and of course, himself uh, blame too for being, you know, a little bit lazy and, and careless uh, with, with, the, with the labeling. <laughs> and of course, it's resigned. There's nothing else to do. I can't, no, there's no point in, you know, <laughs> blaming and getting into that kind of mind game. So let's just try to make the best of it. WGTN. Guatemala. Hola! We are Satkirtan and Hadidam from the School of Nod, located in the beautiful Sound Temple San Marcos on the shores of Lake Atitlan in Guatemala. We are pleased to announce that after a year and several months of hosting in-person sound facilitator trainings, we are now offering our training course online. Yes, you are still welcome to join us here in the Sound Temple Dome for a three-week in-person experience that is truly transformational, as per the testimonies we have gathered from past students. However, if you are not able to travel here for whatever reason, we have good news for you. This past summer, we took the time to record and compile the 10 modules and all relevant resource material included in this 30-hour certification training and developed it as a comprehensive six-week online program. This program is a hybrid of pre-recorded materials along with live ceremony calls and ongoing support through a WhatsApp group chat. Several students have already completed the course, and the results they are witnessing in their professional practice have been extraordinary. We invite you to check out our testimonials from recent graduates to hear for yourself, and visit our website to learn more. That's www.schoolofnod.com. We thank you for listening. Now, back to the podcast. WGTN Guatemala. I did call one close friend on, on the phone at, at some point. Yeah, I think even before it's like, yeah, I wanted to say, uh-oh. <laughs> and it was one of my, my, my star pupils at the time. So she, she got it. Um, and she was helpful. We, we did speak uh, a little bit later. But she gave me some nice warm words. And, you know, you'll be fine. How do you know? And we laughed together. Right, the silliness, the craziness of the whole situation. Um, yeah, and then I started to, to meditate, and um, and sure enough, I started to feel the the early symptoms, <laughs> like the heart, and and uh, kind of you know how the, the brain starts to melt and <laughs> morph, and uh, and all that goes with that, right? New thoughts, maybe old thoughts, distorted thoughts like, can, can percolate in. So, again, meditation. <laughs> okay, I feel that these these substances are they're, they're challenging us. Certainly, right? There's a reaction. There's a physical reaction, of course. With the physical reaction, start from there, or the wherever the mental reaction, energetic, whatever. They're, they're all interconnected, mind, body, spirit. And in each of these three final ceremonies, for me, the peak was, of course, meeting the master. And not once, not even the third time, calling him in, which is interesting. I did not. Didn't, my connection, again, wasn't that, you know, I hadn't <laughs> given myself, right? Jesus, my Lord and Savior. So of course I'm I'm feeling alone. Um, I'm calling on friends, and so again I'm alone. It's you know dusk is descending. I'm keeping trying to stay warm, and 
breathe, maybe do some stretching, maybe some more life, life nerve stretch, <laughs> for example. Uh, uh, perhaps putting some music on. Um, hmm. And then, you know, things started to go deeper, perhaps a little darker. And, and again, the question there is, am I entering my own personal shadow world and or uh, the collective, the collective shadow? Am I being visited by um, negative entities, negative energies? demons, however you describe these. Um, or again, is it the light? Is it, is it the, the light that is illuminating the shadow, whether it's individual or, or collective? <laughs> I mean, I wasn't asking all these questions at the time. <laughs> Just trying to stay centered, to breathe. Um, but also feeling the, the fatigue and, and overwhelm. Because I remember lying down on the floor in this wood floor like this one. <laughs> nice. Um, we had some mats like this one. Uh, I live on the floor a lot. Of <laughs> and this kind of figures into the, to the end of the story too, which is lovely. I'm going to fast forward. again Because most of this stuff is... Most of this stuff is... is Nonsense. Again, kind of like that, the cartoonish description that I, I described the, the ayahuasca journey on the first day. Nothing really uh, insightful to report. Like, so, so let's fast forward. And I'm, again, I'm just feeling tired. I'm kind of, again, still like wishing I hadn't made that error. I'm not, I'm not really enjoying the, the, uh, the journey. Um, yeah, in fact, I'm even feeling sleepy and I'm, I'm even considering falling asleep, which is usually not possible <laughs> because of the stimula stimulating effect, you know? But I didn't, I didn't, I didn't fall asleep. You know, like I said, I, was, I had to lie down a few times from fatigue and such. Um, probably some nausea too. I usually feel some of that. And then it happened. Out of the blue. The phone rang. I wasn't expecting a call. In fact, I wasn't receiving many phone calls at this time. I could go for days. Um, a lot of my communications were uh, by email, text, and, because of being, you know, living off grid and so on. There, it was such a rare occurrence that um, I might even have considered not answering. It's like, who, who could that be? You know, and, and I'm in this state. You know, to, oh, you know, it's like, I want this to end. You know, help, um, and perhaps saying help to God. It's interesting, right? I think we say God and, and Jesus much more than we realize say it out loud or think it. You ever, have you ever considered that? <laughs> it's amazing, right? Uh, unfortunately, a lot of us use the Lord's name in vain. I have many times in the past. And I'm happy to say I'm more conscious, much more conscious now of this, because I don't want to. I want to use the Lord's name in celebration, in, <laughs> in praise, in gratitude, deep gratitude. You know. So I answered the phone. <laughs> I picked up the phone. And on the other end, my friend Miriam changed the name to protect the innocent <laughs> because of my memory. She uh, in St. Catharines, Ontario, I haven't had any communication by phone or text with her for months, literally, uh, maybe even over a year. Uh, and I don't know if we've ever spoken on the phone. In fact, I think this is the first time we ever communicated by phone. What I think is she, she tried to reach me 
first by by email or something and got frustrated. Um, I don't know if it all happened the same day, but she she was able to locate my my telephone number, and I so I put, and I'm like, <laughs> and she's and she's you know good spirits and she's like hi, I'm like, what hello like Miriam like what a surprise you know <laughs> and. She tells me first, like the main motivation apparently for her to call me is to invite me to a birthday party for her, her beloved, Jeffrey. Jeff is a, an old friend, um, very talented musician that I played with many times in Toronto. I was in Toronto. It really helped me in many ways developing my, my improv style. <laughs> very talented bassoon player, bassoonist, wow. Um, but what's funny is that the, the birthday party that she was planning was still several months off. Right? <laughs> I found that kind of amusing, right? And, but then, then I think the real reason came. She, um, she said, Charles, I'd, I'd like to share a song with you. She's a devout Christian. Beautiful soul. And, and I said, oh, okay. <laughs> and so she read the psalm to me. And um, could very well have been this one. They're all beautiful. It's this one, number 27. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When evildoers assail me to eat up my flesh, my adversaries and foes, it is they who stumble and fall. Though an army encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war arise against me, yet I will be confident. One thing I've asked of the Lord, that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For he will hide me in his shelter in the day of trouble. He will conceal me under the cover of his tent. He will lift me high upon a rock. And now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies all around me. And I will offer in his tent sacrifices with shouts of joy. I will sing and make melody to the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry aloud, be gracious to me and answer me. You have said, seek my face. My heart says to you, your face, Lord, do I seek. It may have been at this very moment. <laughs> Remember, I was tired. I was lying down on the floor like this on my back. And I turned my head and looked towards the corner of the room where one of my altars, my most important altar was. And there's a picture of the Master Yeshua on the altar. And I'm on my back and I'm listening to this song. <laughs> and he's looking right at me. And this apparently, the, the image that I had is supposedly a real photograph taken of the Master. I will share, we can share it, uh, hopefully, because I have a pretty close facsimile we can post somewhere. And I started and, and hearing these his words and, and then seeing his face. <laughs> you said, seek my face. My heart says to you, your face, Lord, do I seek? And seeing his face, I, I think I even started laughing. 
enjoy and, and relief, the relief. Um, and, and it continues. Hide not your face from me. Turn not your servant away in anger, O you who would have been my help. Cast me not off, forsake me not, O God of my salvation. For my father and my mother have forsaken me. But the Lord, the Lord will take me in. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me on a level path because of my enemies. Give me not up to the will of my adversaries, for false witnesses have risen against me in each and every one of these ceremonies. Three times. False witnesses have risen against me, and they breathe out violence. Says the song. I believe that I shall look upon the goodness of the Lord. Three times I saw his face radiant. In the land of the living, in the land of the living, all three of those plant medicine ceremonies, I visited the land of the dying and the dead. It was horrible until the master's face revealed itself and well, <laughs> beckoned me, come back, come back to the land of the living. Live. You don't need this. It's not serving you in any way whatsoever, except to <laughs> bring me here. <laughs> I believe that I shall look upon the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong. Yes, it's not enough to wait. We have to be strong. Active waiting. Yeah? Chanting is a good way. <laughs> be strong and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. Wow. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I feel like a child at Christmas. I mean that in more ways than one. How interesting, right? That from a young age, you know, I, you know, I grew up in the 60s, early 70s. That's when Christmas was magic for me as a young boy, of course. And even then, the pattern had already begun, right? Moving away from Christ, the sacred, <laughs> those pious, you know, sacred days in the entire calendar next to Easter, right? Moving from that, that the holiness holiday to commercialism, Christmas presents, wine, feasting, right? Celebration's great. What are we celebrating? <laughs> it's called Christ Mass for a reason, Christ Mass. Is the mass of Christ, Yeshua. <laughs> to see his face. Mm -hmm. Having seen his face, I, I know which, when I see images, I know which ones you know, resonate with me. Maybe you see him differently, and that's fine. However he appears to you is beautiful and perfect. <clears throat> And before I had my rebirth, reawakening, uh, along with Sat Kirtankar recently, uh, I was always on about the nod, the, the holy vibration, the nod, sacred vibration, sound current. Because it works, for one thing. <laughs> I love to play, I love to um, share. Of course, we, we do sound baths here. Uh, three times a week, plus private sessions, kirtan. Yes, facilitator training as well. 
And if you're not a Christian, uh, I still advise you to do the training with us because <laughs> uh, we, we bring a new approach, a fresh approach. Yes, we are chanting the name of the Lord in our kirtan. In fact, we've renamed the kirtan the Jesus kirtan. And because why? Because it it uplifts. We, we feel uplifted. We feel the presence, the Holy Spirit is, is tangible at times. It is the not in my book. Nod is, is another word for the Holy Spirit. As I witness, as I experience the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, sacred sound current. It's right there in the psalm. Sing, sing. Yeah? So maybe we'll finish with a little bit of worship with the bowls. This is a, this is a beautiful piece. I don't know if Naomi Rain uh, composed all of the words. I'm so new at this. I don't even know like what what's kind of considered, um, you know, standards uh, in in the in the modern uh, worship music. It's a lot of good stuff. Naomi Rain. I highly recommend this. R A I N E. She's a gospel singer um, based in the states. What a voice! What a voice! Um, you can find her on um, YouTube and other social media, I'm sure. So I'm going to just improvise. <laughs> Maybe if that Kirsten wants to join with the bulls. You want to come in to the, to the sink in there? Okay. And the, uh, the title of this piece is I'll Still Bless You. I will still bless you. Mm. <laughs> This is such a key theme, isn't it? Especially for any puers, puelas out there. Puer is the eternal boy. I, I got this <laughs> diagnosis many, many years ago, decades ago. Right? The eternal boy, he doesn't like commitment. Right? Sacrifice. And this that's what this is all about. To, to, well, first, to recognize the, sac the ultimate sacrifice of the master made for us <laughs> and to remember that and, and all the times, all the times that we've been blessed, where would we be without, where would I be? I would be gone. I'd be a goner. Just those three ceremonies alone would have just finished me. You know, could be in a psychiatric hospital, or, you know? <clears throat> and to be honest, you know, as, as a therapist as well, I, I've witnessed this many times and I've seen some of the horrible effects of LSD and other plant medicines on people who are literally having to go into psychiatric hospitals. And that's the last place I wish anyone to go. You heard about Paula's story, my sister. Yeah. yeah maybe I'll tell you about the psychodrama I did one time when I went back to that hospital with fire. <laughs> Lots of fire. <laughs> fire. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, let's try this. I put my faith in Jesus. He is my anchor to the ground. My hope and firm foundation He'll never let me down. Never. Never. So let it go up and let it come down. Just let it go up and let it go down. I'll still bless you. I'll still praise you. The rising sun to the setting same, I will praise your name. I will praise your name.
story the most personal <laughs> and, and, and if, if my sharing touches just one soul then I, I feel like I've, it's been all worthwhile Satnam. amen blessed be hallelujah we thank you for tuning in please make sure to subscribe so as not to miss a single episode we depend on you our listeners to build and expand our audience to share the nod so if you like what you hear please do not hesitate to share with your friends family and community Sat-na.